0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You want the upper hand in your fantasy football leagues, then you've come to the right place to the right place. You're listening to the upper hand fantasy podcast. Now here's your host Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, guys, we got a special, special guest. In the house today we got two lane running back tajay spears in the house what's up tajay i appreciate you you coming on the podcast man man
2: i appreciate you man man i appreciate
1: you. for sure dude like we were just talking before the podcast you don't play fantasy football but you know i was just telling you that it's one of the most important positions that we have right so like this is one of those you know we're looking at all the running backs coming in we're trying to evaluate everything but you were telling me that, like, evaluating a running back isn't so easy, right? We try to fixate on certain things, but you're telling me that, you know, it's a pretty pretty uh, tough position to evaluate. And I agree. You know, every single year I'm looking at something different, you know, behind the line. Once you get into, into whether you have a good offensive line or not, how does that switch your game? What do you yeah. think is the most underrated aspect when it comes to evaluating a running back?
2: Uh, The most underrated um... – aspect when it comes to I guess um I can honestly say like what shows up on film you know consistently is the truth so like is a guy a fighter is he gonna fight uh play in and play out when the line don't give him nothing like that's the biggest that's the that's the biggest thing right there what do the guy do when his line when his O line don't give him nothing I feel like you know that's how that's how people should start off evaluating running backs it what 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 all can a the guy do on his own? Like, do he win one-on-one situations? Can he make the last man miss? Is he a home run hitter? Like though that that like when you want to like dive into it, is the guy a really good running back? That's what you that's what you should do.
1: I feel you, man. Now, I was telling you also before the pod that, you know, I don't follow college football extremely closely, admittedly, right? I love the NFL. I follow the NFL a ton. All my content is around the NFL, but during this period, between January and when it comes time for the draft, I'm heavily looking into the prospects coming in, especially skill positions. Uh, and as I was preparing for the Senior Bowl, I was looking into your tape, your numbers, all that. And I have to say, man, like I have become a huge fan of your game. Um, and then when I was in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, you kept it going, right? You kind of put that cherry on top, you know, for anyone who already knew what you were capable of. Uh, and those who didn't know what you were capable of, I feel like after that, They knew who Tajay Spears was. Right. So what was your experience like at the Senior Bowl? You know, how do you think that affected the way teams are looking at you? Right. Like we've seen Senior Bowl, you know, alums, you know, like Michael Carter, Ramondre Stevenson, you know, get some real opportunity at the next level. Right. So I'm and we'll talk about some some more of those guys. But what was that whole uh, process like for you at the Senior Bowl?
2: Like, honestly, like, just going into the week, just being there, and, like, you'll see, like, little stickers around and say, the drop starts in Mobile. So, like, that was, that was my mindset, like, the drop starts Mobile. It don't matter, like, what you did before this. It it's just all about what you do and what you make of this opportunity. That was my whole thing the whole week. Like, man, I ain't finna waste a day. Rather, we just chilling and walking to meeting ain't finna waste a day. I'm finna just go out here, you know, and just do what I do, you know, give it my all, each and every practice, and make the mo- make the most out of it. Cause at the end of the day man you just you just got to be like appreciative and you just got to you know live in the moments that's the biggest thing that the senior bowl taught me just to live in the moment and just you know man it, it, it was it was a great experience though man it, it was it was amazing like and that's that was probably like one of that in that uh usc game but all the games of course but like yeah. those two was like two key valuation points in my in my in my whole season to to now yeah so.
1: I feel For like sure, man.
2: I feel like those two, you know, those two scenarios, they they excel me really far within in the process.
1: For sure, and we'll get to that USC game in a minute because that was a pivotal moment in your career and it happened right at the end of your uh, career, pretty much, right? And now, like after the Senior Bowl, do, did you notice that, like, you know, once you kind of made your mark at the Senior Bowl, that that teams who might not have been interested or you know teams who were already interested became even more interested? Did you kind of feel that? For, uh, you know, after the Senior Bowl, because of, because of the fact that you, you did your thing uh, during that during that whole week of practice.
2: Yeah, you can you can feel it. Um, it was a different feeling. Um, some people like coming around, like going around to do things like they will know you now, or they will yeah, like, right. know your name. So, so yeah, it was definitely different. But like from the Senior Bowl, man, I just gained a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence with with inside my game. So it, it helped me understand the player that I am, and also it helped me to understand that. You know, is it's 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 best that you be yourself in every scenario that you in. Like if you coming into the counter with this team, just be yourself and just you know, just in that in that moment give time, just show just show them the authentic person that you are. And like, you know, they're gonna either clean towards you or you know, they gonna find the next best, they gonna find the next guy that's gonna, you know, do it. So like just that's that's what it taught me like going into these meetings now, I'm like, man, I just be so confident. Like I told you like I told you before you know, before the air started, like um just going into these like football IQ you know, I learned a lot from the Senior Bowl. I learned a lot being in that in that play in that play style offense. Um, with the, the NFL offense, I learned a lot. So, right, uh, so it was very you know it was very helpful and beneficial to me.
1: No, yeah, one hundred percent, man. You got the NFL coaches there, right? Like they're installing their own offense, and you kind of have to adapt on the fly, you know. And if you could do that, I feel like that gives you gives you a leg up for sure. Now, and I mentioned these other guys who were at the Senior Bowl, you know, running backs like Michael Carter, Ramondre Stevenson. You know, those guys obviously went on to kind of do their thing, especially Stevenson this past year. Both guys were day three picks. Um, it's looking like Rashad White from last year. He's about to get some real opportunity this year, right? After he got some run last year as a rookie. You had Brian Robinson there last year, you had Damian Pierce. Obviously, both of those guys starting roles as rookies. You had Khalil Herbert, Elijah Mitchell, right? Both those guys were there the year before. They got opportunity in the NFL pretty quickly. So we're less than a month away from the draft, man, just a couple weeks away. How do you think teams are viewing your specific skill set um, and your ability and how you can step in and contribute? You mentioned that you talked to a bunch of teams already. Is there something about your specific skill set? And, you know, do you have an, a feeling about how teams want to kind of use that at the next level?
2: Of course, like, when you, like, it's not, like, secret-like. Um, but, like, they, they view me as kind of small – so, like, I think a lot of, like, I mean, I'm just thinking, I think a lot of teams will probably, like, try to give me the ball in space. And
1: mm-hmm.
2: a lot of teams, they're, you know, they are use me in many ways as they can. Like, because, like, I, I can say, like, that's a that's a key uh, piece to my game. Like, man, just I'm, I'm versatile. I can, like, line up anywhere on the field and try, and make plays. But, like, I'm, like I don't really you know. You usually talk like this, man. I'm so humble. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm humble. <laughs>
1: like, it's all good, man. You can let it out, man. Yeah. This is good. <laughs>
2: like, it's you know. all good. But, uh, yeah, I'm versatile, man. I I feel like I can line up anywhere on the field and, you know, make plays. So, I I think think they'll use me like that.
1: I agree, man. I I, I was going to say that if there is a word that I would use to describe your skill set, it's versatile, right? Like, last season, uh, you had more than 250 touches, and you were very involved in the receiving game, right? You were efficient in the receiving game on a per-route basis. Uh, Talk to me about your ability in the receiving game. Like, what do you think you do best there? I, I know you said you're humble. But, but it's okay, you know. You 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 can say you can say good things. You know, it's all good. Like you, you know, what do you think you you're, you do best in the receiving game? What do you think might need improvement or something that you have you tri- have improved? You know, over the course of this offseason season already, uh, and what you're working on. You know, whether that's your hands, route running, pass blocking, all that.
2: Of course, like with your routes, you gotta be like as a running back. Like you you, so, you focus on so much backfield, and so when it comes out to sometimes unless you've been working on it comes out when you come out the backfield. Come, you know, you might hit a hiccup or two, you know, every now and then, but uh, of course, like being sharp on, on route right running, so like you could always be sharper at that. So, route right running, well, my hands are, are you know, in a, in a great spot because I can, you know, I, I look the ball in, I take pride on that. Um, but uh, what I, what I kind of separate myself is um, where every, every everybody should pride and. What they should separate, their what, what they should separate. They separate is uh, yards at the yards at the contact, man, or yards at the catch, because you know you can catch a. What you gonna do when you catch a ball that's negative? That's ball that's two yards behind the line of scrimmage. You know what I'm saying you gonna make the first. You gonna make the first. You got missed possibly the second and the third got missing. You know get the first down. So like uh, I right, get get the touchdown. So I feel like yards at the catch is uh, very important
1: i agree man and and now you're at the contact in the receiving game you know but you, you do your thing in the run game too you know you had 1500 yards from scrimmage last year you uh no 1500 yard rushing season last year more than 1800 yards from scrimmage uh but the one thing that stood out to me even more when looking at looking back at your college career was how you bounce back from that acl injury right in 2020 right like talk me through what the recovery and rehab was like, you know, but also, you know, how you put up the numbers you did, dude. Like, because I'm looking at this 129 carries for 863 yards and nine touchdowns, 19 catches for 145 yards. And, you know, this is mostly for the audience listening right now. But in 2021, the year after the ACL injury, there were 182 FBS running backs with 100 or more carries that year. You were third among those 182 running backs among all of them, in yards after contact per attempt. And you were 10th among all those running backs in forced missed tackles per attempt. So you balled out that year, the year after an ACL injury. So tell me about that recovery and that rehab and how you were able to be that good the following season right after an injury.
2: Honestly, it starts off with the people that's around you. Everybody does, Everybody in life, you're going to face adversity of, of some kind. It's just about how you respond to it, but like I said, it starts off with the people around you. Gotta make sure you have somebody solid around you. And I was blessed and fortunate enough to have some great people in my corner that you know they kept me into it every day. Like, make sure my mind was straight, make sure I was on top of my rehab, my rehab process, and also working me. And also, like the biggest thing when you like dealing with something like that, you gotta set small goals, man. Like, cause everything ain't gonna be uh, everything ain't gonna be easy in that process, and it get it get rough sometimes because you know just you just gotta. Like when you when you in the rehabilitation process, you, you got really like when you hurt your knee or something, you got to learn how to walk again. So you got to learn how to use that that them ligaments. You got to learn how to use them joints again. So it was tough, but uh, like I said, you are gonna face some adversity. It's, it's not about the adversity you face; it's just how you respond to it. Like and like honestly, I responded to it well. Like I said, with the people, with the people that I had in my corner. But uh, it's just like man, a testament to that season, man. is just like it's like appreciation for all those people and also all the work. All the work that I put in over the you know over the course of it, of course of it. But also you can't do it without God, man. God is, you know, the best thing that you that you can have. I don't know if you're religious or not, uh, but I, I'm you know, I'm I'm a firm believer in God. So like he helped me and he got me through that too. But uh yeah, so like it's a lot, a lot of hard work, man.
1: hundred percent, man. I believe that because you know it's not easy, man. Like I uh, you know, I I've heard a lot about these recoveries. I never went through an injury like that. But it's not an easy injury to deal with, number one. And number two, you trying to come back for the next season and play at such a high level, you know, that shows how much hard work you put into it. Um, and yet, like you said, man, a credit to all the the people you know, God, everything that that kind of puts you in that place to, to, to get you right and puts you in a place where, like, it, it wasn't a situation where, like, because a lot of times what happens is that, you know, you come back from an injury like that, right? And, you know, when evaluate talent evaluators are like, oh, you know what, you know, we might have to give him a pass for that year because he was just coming off a torn ACL. But for you, you don't even have to do that. Matter of fact, you could do the opposite where you're like, damn, like, look at what he did the year after he tore ACL. You know, as a positive.
2: Yeah, you know how they be. They just, you know, everybody know how they gonna be based in their own opinionated world. Right. So, like, at least, um, maybe, and you know, he ain't gonna come back the same. Just don't no got to block them out to shut him up. You shut right. him up.
1: <laughs> yep, hundred percent, man. Now you mentioned your size, right? And I think you know one team that you know one thing that NFL teams might be looking at. Is the size you you weighed in at 510 201 at the combine, uh, but you ran the four four seven forty at your pro day. All right. That's a that's a legit 40 speed right there. Now, I mentioned the yards at the contact. Top three each of the last two seasons, which is not something typical of a running back your size does. And then the ability to hit the big play is something that stands out among running backs last season, just for the audience again. You had the second highest rate of hitting that big play, fifteen or yards more, fifteen yards or more in the run game. So, you know, I gave a few reasons why size might not matter when it comes to Tajay Spears, right? So, w- what do you have to say about that in terms of, in terms of the size and all that? Like, you know, how 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 you already shown that you can overcome it at the college level. Like, it seems like you play much bigger than your size. Uh, is that something that you might be able to to, to do in the NFL as well?
2: Well, yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta be confident in it. You know, you know, not, not, not cocky, but you gotta be confident. in it. So like, at the end of the day, like I'm betting on myself. I'm going in, you know, homeless as ever. Um, just, you know, just trying to be a student of the game, just sucking up everything that I can by the game. And just when when my, my, when my, I get my opportunity, just knock it out the water. Just hit it, hit it, you know, hit the ground running. You know, at the end of the day, it ain't going to be perfect. But um, you just got to – I don't know. It's just me. Like, I just be – of course, it ain't going to be a big play every day, every play. But you got to take what you can get. But like, I just be trying to, like, just pride myself on big plays. Because, right. I, uh, you know, how you going to separate yourself? Right. And, uh, man, it be in, in critical moments of the game. So, like, you know, you need that score. Or you just need to – you just need to you know, stay on the field. So, I think we're gonna we're gonna hit this big play because at the end of the day we, ch- we chasing you know we chasing to be legendary everybody can 100%. Get, everybody can get tackled for three to four five yards not saying those yards are, are not you know i'm not saying those uh you know uh i'm not i'm not trying to you know talk bad on them yards but you know, I, we want to i want to i'm i'm trying to i'm i'm trying to hit the big play
1: man i hear you man I, and you know some might say you know you know, hey, Taja didn't play in the Power Five. You know, his competition wasn't as good. But, like,
2: but like, like, you understand that. But, like, most of those guys who saying that, they didn't play in the Power Five either. Right. <laughs> yeah. You didn't, they, you know, so, like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I hear that, man. And, you know, for me, it's like, you know, also, like, if, if you didn't, if you did not play in a Power Five conference, like, and you stand out the way that you stood out, Right, like that's all that matters, right? Like if you're standing but, out like, amongst your peers, guys, you know, like it matters a lot.
2: But most of the guys in the league didn't play in power five,
1: though. Hmm. There you go.
2: I ain't even gonna say most of the guys, but a lot of guys is having a lot of
1: mm-hmm.
2: not playing power five.
1: Right, right, right. Now it sounds to me like you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, man. Like, do you ever you hear that criticism at all, like from from teams and or I, anybody? Like, you, you, know, uh, you know, you know, the Cotton Bowl. You know, what I'm saying that USC game, 200 damn rushing yards, over 200 rushing yards against USC. I mean, that that could quiet some haters right there.
2: Yeah, man. Uh You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta move that that chip on your shoulder because that's what's gonna keep you motivated. That's what's gonna keep you pressing forward. You know, that's all about life. You guys gotta find, find, out, find what it is, man make the make the day that you're be to be the most important day of your life. So I just – that's – I, I don't really have no chip on my – I can say I have one, but I really don't have one because I don't really care about what people say and right. think. I just know – I just know, like, I know what I'm in it for, man. I know – I'm in it for the long haul, man. I'm in it for the – I'll, like, set myself up to be.
1: I love it, man. I love it. Now, I saw – I saw uh, that uh, Saints – head coach, Dennis Al- Dennis Allen, local head coach there was at the Tulane Pro Day, right? Among others. Uh, you know, I wonder what you think about, you know, potentially staying local in New Orleans, you know, that that's a possibility, right? Um, now, are there any other teams that have seemed a little extra interested in your services during the entire draft process? To be
2: honest, uh, yeah. Uh, it'd be cool to stay local, but, uh, but, you know, like at the end of the day, I'm on it, like, I'm on it, I'm on it, like, man, wherever, wherever, I'm, wherever somebody will drive me in, I'm ready, because guess what, that's the team that took opportunity, but, like, no, nah, am sure.
1: not,
2: you have your team that I probably met with once or twice um, during this process, it'd be, like, a little casual conversations like Zoom and stuff, but I'm appreciative for it all, though.
1: That's, uh, yeah, man. Like you know, it's it's interesting, man. Because we were just talking before this that, you know, early in the process, you know, we're thinking about, you know, potentially, you know, a day three pick. But as the 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 draft process, as the months have gone by between January and where we're na- at now in April, you know, there is a possibility. And I'm not trying to jinx it. I'm not going to. What as I say this, there's a possibility that you know you end up going day two, um, you know, round two or round three. And that's what I'm hoping for for you, man. You know, uh, you know, I really, really appreciate the time. You know, I'm wishing the best of luck during this entire draft process. I'm rooting for you. I've been rooting for you since the senior bowl, since I discovered you, uh, you know, earlier this year. Um, and, you know, I'm hoping for all the opportunity you can imagine, you know, in the NFL. Wish you nothing but success. Um, now, one last question before we end this interview. Who is your favorite current running back in the NFL if you had to pick just one? Just one. Just one. Just one. Hey, man. You make me hard on one? Three. It isn't, man. I'll let you I'll let you pick two. If you if you're trying to choose between two guys, I'll let you pick two.
2: So like I've been hearing a lot of things, a lot of good things about Aaron Jones character, but I I love his game too. So I gotta I, you. I gotta pick uh I gotta pick uh my boy Alvin. Alvin and Aaron Jones, man. I
1: like that. I like that, man. Two very versatile guys, right? Aaron Jones, also, you know, a little, a little undersized too. And it was a lot of odds against him, right? With him coming yeah, he, into the NFL, that, man. He run that ball. He run
2: that ball hard,
1: man. He's he's a beast, man. And he's still doing it. I, I just put out a post today on my on my IG or the other day. He was one of the most efficient running backs in the league, uh, oh. even last year, and he's still doing it. So he. I didn't see any decline from his game yet, uh, yeah. but he, he's, he's continuing to do his thing. I, I like him
2: a lot. I like him a lot.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, those are some great picks, man. Well, listen, man, I'm going to let you get back to doing your thing. Good luck with the entire draft process, man. I, I really appreciate you taking out the time.
2: Ah, uh, man. Thank you, man.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to that interview with Tajay Spears. Great dude. Hoping the best for him. If you guys can do me a big favor, if you could subscribe to the podcast Hit follow, whatever you got to do to make sure that you're always being updated with the latest Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast episode. That would mean the world to me. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day.